Welcome to the Wild Health Podcast. I'm your host, Wendy John. Thanks for joining me. Now, I have to admit, I'm still on a bit of a high following our Wild Health Summit in Canberra last week. This is a super short and sweet episode. It's me having a quick chat with a couple of people over drinks at the end of the summit. It's a bit of a random collection, but actually a bit representative of the broad range of health leaders who attended the summit international thought leaders in digital health, consumer voice advocates, doctors and leaders of major health services. I just wanted to give you a bit of a taste of the summit if you weren't able to make it. We have David Rollins here. You've been to many of these kind of events and you've been very much a part of the Wild Health Summits in sparking conversation. Are you at the point where you're like, oh my gosh, nothing's ever going to change? No, I'm actually at the point where I see more potential for change than I've seen in a long time. Today is just one of the many forums that are going on around the place at the moment that are specifically talking about health reform. Now, the area that I work in is digital health, but you're never going to do digital health unless we actually change the system levers to make sure that we are trying to do things like connected care. Digital health is a means to an end, it's not the end. For the first time in probably 15 years, I see a strong sentiment that we really do need to change. And at the moment, we're still in the, okay, it's exciting and we've got lots of ideas stage. I think we have to move fairly quickly now to the, okay, we seem to have some momentum going, let's capitalise on it, what are we going to change, how are we going to change it? Mark so, Butler's already started to do that, we need to do more. So when you said you see a sentiment, a new sentiment that you haven't seen for about 15 years, you're talking about politically? I'm talking about politically, but I'm also talking about a more energised health sector. If you walk around this conference I think you or this summit I think you'll see more energy than we've seen for a long time we've had lots of talk fests now we've got exciting talk fests there's a there's a big sense of energy right across the sector and partly that's happened as a, as a result of a change of government but it's also happened as a result of things that have happened overseas and people are starting to say hey why haven't we got that here it's about COVID and people have said hey we suddenly found we could change something things are people, possible yeah things are possible people have been telling us we can't change but we suddenly did why can't we keep doing that so I think you know, I think the politics is important but I think there's a number of community and by that I mean social communities as well as healthcare communities excitement building about what can happen. They just have to harness it. Thank you. I'm here with a gynaecologist, Dr. Talat Upal. How was your experience at Summit? What did you get out of it? Hi, Wendy. Thank you for asking. I actually had such a phenomenal time and it has given me understanding of how to better the digital platform for our multidisciplinary care model. And it also made me connect with like-minded clinicians and IT providers regarding the interoperability or the lack of, should I say, that we often face at the health clinical call phase. 
here with Janine Cox, Ops Director of Health System Integration Innovation from North Queensland PHN. What were the big ideas that you'll be chewing over as a result of this summit? I think it's reinforced the need for consumer co-design. I think that message came across nice and clearly. Also, I think the technology is there. We just need to have the conversations between primary, secondary, tertiary levels of healthcare. And it would have been fantastic to have that more cross-pollination across the room around those levels of healthcare here today. But ultimately, I think we're headed in the right direction. The intent around reform is in the room. I think everybody's having those conversations. We just need to try and formalise that in a funding sense. So definitely the co-commissioning, co-collaboration, regional planning, I think the intent is there, we've just got to now put it into action. What would that look like in far north Queensland? I'm in the process of working through that at, at the moment actually. We've got five health hospital and health services and two PHNs trying to work together to look at the health needs of our region as a population. It's extremely diverse from the Torres and Cape right down to Mackay and the mining sector out to the Isaac region. So, you know, different statutory bodies are going to come with their own priorities and strategic objectives. So we've got to work around what does the health, what does the population want and what are our priorities that we can maybe pick two or three common areas where we can commission into or deliver outcomes in those areas. There was a lot of conversation in the summit around how the consumer and the consumer voice can be perhaps a part of what brings those sometimes disparate groups together. Do you see that as being possible when you've got a really diverse consumer pool? I think it's essential and I think it is acknowledging that they have a seat at the table and you know, paying for them to have that seat at the table and to be that voice for their community. It's not going to be easy because it is such a complex, diverse group of consumers, but I think if we can agree on a couple of target areas and, and get the consumers to co-design the solution around that, I think that's a good step forward for us. Maybe starting with a small group of consumers that are representative of a particular area or region and then yeah, implementing well, something for them, not yeah. trying to do it for everyone all at once. That's right. Let the data tell the story of where the gaps may be, but then go to the ground and get the consumer focus around, okay, this is what we think we know from the data, but how do we, what is the real picture on the ground? Because that was another comment yeah. around, we often take the problem to the consumer and say help us fix it whereas consumers are the ones who are better to identify what the problems are as well but the data piece to align with yeah. that as well yeah, yeah that's that. yeah that's right and I think you know in North Queensland they call it well the local area needs assessment in Queensland and we do a health needs assessment so align those two even in the same time frame and go out to the community together with the hospital and the PHNs together and say this is what the data is telling us and that's going to be common but what do, you, what do you see on the ground as an issue? You know, what would add value in your life in terms of wrapping around healthcare? And what are the big barriers to that? To the barriers to doing that work together? To work, yes. I think it is acknowledging that we've got five different boards that drive those organisations, so they're going to have different bottom lines they're trying to achieve, and also the timeline. So being able to practically say, well, in May... I'm going to go out with the Cairns Hospital and we're going to visit you know, all these communities. And then in June, we're going up to Torres and Cape and going to do that together. But I think, I think it can work. We've just got to be committed to that longer vision. And put the consumer at the centre of it? Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's, that's fundamental. Yeah. Thank you very much. You're welcome. 
We're joined by Claire Mullen, Executive Director of Health Consumers Council WA. Claire was on a number of the panels. What were the biggest ideas that sparked for you during the summit? Thanks, Wendy. For me, I would say that the biggest ideas are just how much I want to take this back to consumers and community members and help people to feel confident and comfortable to be part of these conversations. It's been really inspiring to hear people talk about how important it is to be able to focus on the patient, but I've also been struck by how very few patients were able to be in these discussions today. The other thing I would take away is how we as a consumer and community network have an opportunity to help define or help people understand the different roles that consumers can play in these sorts of discussions, be that consumer input, which is part of user experience, or consumers helping to shape the framework for how we define outcomes, and also consumers helping to make sense of the data that is gathered. And I think the other thing is to make sure that consumers know about what does this all mean? What, where is their data going? What's the opportunity for the community for this information to be used? And, and how can more consumer members play their part in helping to transform the health system in future? Thank you very much. I'm Wendy John. Thanks for joining me for the Wild Health Podcast. To keep up to date with all the latest news and views about digital health, check out wildhealth.net.au where you can subscribe to our newsletter. We have the finger on the pulse of what's happening in Australia and we love to keep you informed. Thanks for tuning in.